Splinter Business Stories. Hello, community! Splinter Podcast is here with a new portion of the unspoken business stories, reports from your workspace, and roadmaps of bad choices. While coronavirus is traveling around the world, your fellow IT comrade has been in and out from cold, flu, bronchitis, and winter depression. Yeah, those are the perks you get sharing the space with other lovely office habitats. The best cure I've found so far is a sweet time of relaxing and taking care of myself, which is highly limited by my work-life balance and level of laziness. <laughs> so I took care of myself by drinking hot tea, making face masks, and executing 8 inches of my hair by cutting it all off at the saloon. Today I want to touch on a pretty unpopular topic to which at least 50% of people living on this planet can relate. I want to talk about the boys club, at work, on social media and generally in our life. I have not touched this topic because in many cases it's a typical diversity manager or HR headache, which no one usually cares about. Well, apparently, this problem is not limited by the bright hats of diversity managers. Recently, I met my old, old, old friend. Very talented, as I can remember. We studied off from the same challenging environment of intercultural and tech studies. We saw same hustles and bustles of finding fresh croissants in the streets of Nimes, a lovely town in, town in South France and we both received a pretty good job offers on more or less same positions after we graduated. Out of thousands and thousands of great minds that graduated, she was the one I could swear would be able to beat every inch of ego from everyone who stood on her way to her ambitions. And there is her story. Story time! Right after the graduation, let's call her Anne, even though it's not even the first letter of her name, but I do not want to break our friendship. Right after the graduation, Anne got to a very dynamic IT company, lots of bright young minds, just like her, except for one lovely fact. Almost all of them were males except for the marketing department, and customer support, and office manager, and assistants, except for numerous assistants. They all were strangely femaleish. So femaleish that the company could definitely make it 50-50 in male-female ratio, combining all these departments. All right, all right, and thought, and started working on partially technical, partially supportive, partially assistant role. We all do it after graduation. It's hard to understand why no one is praising you because of the grades or speech you've given. Work is a place where all the maximalist youth ambitions die. As you can imagine, Anne almost never met the management. Should I mention that all the managers were male? VP of operations, VP of marketing, VP of sales and business development, 
VP of Finance and Budgeting, VP of Technology, Stakeholders, All Males, Investors backing the company up, All Males. They all called their company female-friendly and ordered everyone lunches on Fridays. And everything seemed to work pretty well. Except for the fact that managers were never focused on their teams, giving most of the tasks' executions to ladies, taking the credits when something worked, and blaming stupid women when something went wrong. And no one really could do anything with it. Anne got promoted twice. Twice she got salary raise, and there was no time when her direct manager was not a male. Considering there is 50-50 ratio, it should have happened at least once, right? Run! To every promoted woman, company got a male or two stepping up. So after two promotions and a very, very stable situation, Anne is still doing what she did on day one, cleaning up business mess done by her bosses. She is still that girl, even though she is long time not a freshly graduate. She got married, she had a baby, and she is still a department's girl. Babies and families are definitely not my core topic, so I will not even touch it. But with the experience, this brilliant woman has everything to prove that she is not a girl and she should never be called a girl. She should be a freaking department queen. Well, my experience was quite different. I started long before we graduated. I worked as the entire company's business department supplier, not knowing what business was. And that experience gave me absolutely nothing except for probably one big lesson. Deliver no matter what. And when the crisis comes, you do whatever to keep your job. There were numerous internships where I was the girl running here and there, getting to know to the startup environment, getting to know startup community, and trying to make the right career decisions. There was one very, very short term, but pretty epic part time IT consulting company job, which I was dying because of constant stress and looking at my boss, female, who was a sassy bitchy lady with no feeling of any professionalism. But it's not what I hated about her most. There was a time of the day when she would make herself a tea. A cup of tea. Big, huge, enormous cup of tea. And she would drink it so loudly that sometimes I hear this sound in my nightmares. Really bad ones. <laughs> and then I graduated. And then I started working at the company which gave me everything I have. The company's CEO never cared about my exact background or experience. He never cared how many years I worked or how many certificates I had. He cared about the result. And to him, I was a pretty asexual creature that needed to learn a lot and accomplish a lot and bear with his continuously changing ideas and mood. And I was learning from making mistakes, from making wrong decisions, from failing deliveries, from miscommunicating and misinterpreting ideas, 
I was learning every day and every hour, watching him doing his part and absorbing the best, trying to figure out how to avoid the mistakes he made and operate a successful professional and business owner and freelancer and independent consultant. I will forever be grateful for my former boss to never give me any attitude based on my gender. He was rough, rough, rough when I was screwing up. He was happy when something good happened. And I have never been a girl. I've always been. Time to have meeting. Are you sleeping? There is an emergency. Talk to them. I can't. Take care of it. I've been everything but come and bring girl. And within a couple years, I grew up to move on with the knowledge and absolute understanding of how things work. So, I'm thinking, me and Anne, such same backgrounds, such different career. Because we met different bosses or because we had different attitudes? I would say both. I have always considered myself a post-feminist. I have never thought I had to fight for something that belongs to me. And I made it clear, I always went on to be to the front line without having to ask for permission. And I could always confront any guy, whether he was a CEO or clerk. So I have never even thought of the boys club until recently. Because I used healthy confrontation and built a bubble around myself. So no matter what was going on in my professional life, it could not be defined as a gender-related. Some time ago this bubble burst, when I realized how many females face a rigorous attitude on a mid- to higher-level management roles, and how tough it can be for them to move up. So, why is this, boys club? Are you afraid women will take over your reserved spots? Or do you really believe only a guy can do the job? You know, once upon a time I heard one of the managers saying something like We need to sort it out, you ladies do it, because apparently females are better at organizing. Hmm, and I thought, yes! Females are better at organizing, because from early stage of their lives, they are taught to organize things, from room to notebooks at school and lecture notes at college. Females are also better at thinking. A female would never do a crazy life jeopardizing thing and would not lead the company through risky waters. She would think through the fastest and safest route just like we all do with Uber and walking alone in the streets at night. Females are also better at talking. Females have more powerful voices. Females have better stamina and their nerves are impossible to crack, because all the things females face in life would break any male like ABC. Females are better at discipline. Females are better at counting. Females are better at logic. Females are better at driving, they do not get speed tickets, they do not park like jerks, and they do not participate in street racing. Females are better in keeping their lives together, and they do not need someone to constantly remind them to take a medicine or to get a coat from cleaner. That's what wife's role normally is. So, 
Looking to the situation at this particular point, females are better at everything except for one thing – organizing girls' club and exclude members because of their nature. <laughs> But this is changing, trust me. <laughs> to all the ladies out there, strong, passionate, professional, to all the female experts, female evangelists, female gurus, female profs. This world is shaking, and that is you who are making the first steps, pioneering your ways to leading positions. You're the best managers this world has ever faced, and soon there will be one undeniable truth. You don't come to this world as a leader, you become a leader. And leadership does not have a gender, it does not have a preference, it doesn't care what gods you believe or not believe in. Leadership does not care where you were born and how long you have lived on this planet. Leadership cares about your experience and the ability to translate this experience into winning strategy, which changes life for better. Not only your life but lives of those who work for you, their families, friends, and communities they live in. <laughs> wow, that was a pretty emotional podcast of mine. Just something personal to share, some experience, because this is who we are. We are all people, males, females. We face so much crap in our lives that sometimes it's astonishing how do we manage to keep up with everything. And no matter how much we doubt, we still do what we are supposed to do. We deliver, we make things work, we solve, we resolve, we become examples, we fail and become bad examples, we live. Once I have heard that a person lives as long as his or her name is remembered. It's not about leaving a trace, it's about leaving memories. So let's make this world suitable for everyone's memories and achievements, otherwise someday this world will be an empty cold cave with a sad name, Boys Club. <laughs> It was Anita and her splinter business stories. Bizu bizu. And have a wonderful time living your lives. Splinter Business Stories